okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't have to say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. It was not uh, the best, but it might have been the worst. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey yo. How's it going? Oh, you know. I decided to take up smoking. So. Yeah. I like it. Just chain smoking, pack after pack, and, and yeah, you know. Now I now I get the smoker's voice. You know. All right. Exciting. <laughs> It'll work. You know, my my add the smoker's cough. The. <coughs> I like the ones where people are like. Shit. <coughs> 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 Like, I like the shit at the end. It's like, shit! <laughs> like, they're just upset that they did this to himself. Yeah. Like, I put myself in this position, and now I cough every time I breathe. Yeah. For the record, I did not take up smoking. I just... Allergies have torn up my vocal cords. So, this has been fun. Fun couple weeks. Allergies. <laughs> it's not COVID this time. It's not, uh, it's not all those dudes every night. No. It's no. Allergies. That's why you never hear me fart. No homo. It's just glued shut. <laughs> just, <laughs> you gotta peel it open to move. Just. Yeah. Ugh. Sounds exciting. Why are the front doors open? Where's the door open? Used. Are we going to get murdered? I don't know. Either my wife opened and shut the door for the mail, or someone came in and threw something in the trash can, because the next thing I heard is a trash can, so... I guess we'll find out. Someone opened up the, opened up the front door and just Kobe'd it into the trash can in the kitchen. They sh- they made it, they did a shot so well, <laughs> the trash can opened and shut. Very interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, like a mind trick or something, you know. Trick shot. The, the globe trotters. It was a globe trotter. That's what it was. Hmm. All right. Okay, we'll go with that. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. All right. So can you tell me, while your vocal cords are still a little fresh, uh, why you chose this movie? Uh, yada yada, all that kind of stuff. It's a. I think it's a good classic Denzel Washington movie. Just you know, it's very. It's. Like, again, with most of the movies I pick, for me, it's just very, you know, I get into the movie. Like, I'm just like, oh, shit. I care how many times I've seen it. I'm just like, oh, man. What's going to happen to this little boy? Even though I know what's going to happen, but then I'm like, every time I watch it, I'm like, what's going to happen? So, I do want to ask, because you've made the general statement a couple times, and uh, I just like to throw the general statements from people's past back in their faces. Because I'm a cunt like that. Oh yeah, you're a cunt. <laughs> Are you telling me this kid is not a good actor? I mean, if the kid was told to play sleepy all the time, I mean, play sleepy, but I mean, it's still a fucking kid actor. If you expect him to perform like Denzel Washington. 
Well, right, but he's just supposed to be a kid. Yeah, he plays a kid, a sleepy kid, perfectly fine. I'd say he played pretty well. Yeah, perfectly fine. Okay, so you're saying, but he's not he a good also, actor? but he also played. Here's the thing: he was giving a very easy kid role. Pretend to be, pre- pretend to be a bodybuilder, which mean you whatever he played the. Yeah. Well, I, not. I'm telling you, you're a piss poor actor right now. Because <laughs> I'm not an actor. <laughs> so he, you saying this kid's a better actor than you? Absolutely. He got a role in a movie. Clip that. <laughs> he got a role in a movie. I've never been in a movie before. So really, what you're saying is, you're a terrible actor. Absolutely. You're projecting onto these kids when you say these no. are terrible kid actors. I'm saying when kids act, <laughs> I can't get into it. Right. Unless, but unless, okay. when kids are giving given a role that's more dynamic than what they can act. Okay. I think kids are too often given a role or a character or whatever that's more dynamic than what how the than how the kid can dynamically act. First thing. So, like, this kid, I think he was given a fair role to act that he could act. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, you act like a kid, play baseball, and then pretty much the, re- the majority of the movie, you're pretending to be sleep-talking. Yeah. Simple role. But then you have other movies where, like, or shows, you know, for you would be, like, Manifest, where a kid is given well, a role. none of those people can act. Fair. But... I, honestly, I'd say the kids are better than the adults. Where in that one. where a kid is given a role where the kid has to be very dynamic, but the kid isn't a good enough actor, hasn't been you know taught well enough yet, or grown in the acting career uh, well enough yet to really portray the dynamic that is wanting to be portrayed by that character. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of comes off as like. You know, you know someone just off camera like, I'm going to beat this fucking kid's ass if he doesn't say this line and make me cry. And the kid's just trying, he just can't do it. Okay. Give kids roles, assess, assess the dynamic of a kid that you're hiring, and give them the appropriate roles. Yeah. If you hire a kid actor, a child actor, that can't live up to the dynamic aspect you want his character to be, roll back the dynamic aspect of that character and make it where it seems a little more believable versus like trying to really make this kid seem influential or whatever and the kid's just like... Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I think the only job of a child actor, as long as it's not the whole movie revolves around the kid, is just to... just not get in the way of the story. It's a problem with most people get in the way. They're annoying. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a couple examples other than Manifest? Because I argue none of those people can act, so I don't think that's a good example. (laughs) It's a great example. It's the best example ever. I think it's a terrible example, because I think all the adults get in the way, quite honestly, in that show. (laughs) You think... Everything the director gets in the way uh, the, by yeah. creating the show, I think, by directing I, the show. Yeah, the creators I mean, are in the way by creating the it. Creators, the yeah, yeah. Netflix is getting in the way because they're continuing it. You know, 
I mean, I, I don't know. We're going to have to do it, I guess. When's season four supposed to come out? Oh, God. Oh, you ready for it? You ready for the one? When does season? it come out? I don't I don't know. That's, I'm unprepared for that. It's like a great... All right, well, great, this is the John Q podcast. Yeah, a, great, not, a great podcast. Not sure too far off of there, but... Yes, so... Um, well, so one Wikipedia fact I looked up that I'm willing to believe, but am uh, totally open to it being wrong, is that according to the commentary on the deleted scenes with... Uh, Cassavetes, who I'm, John Cassavetes was the director, yeah. Anyway, pretty sure. Um, or what was it? Uh, Nick Cassavetes. Nick Cassavetes, okay. Uh, and writer James Kearns, the main theme of the movie was said to be about a miracle, quote about a miracle and John's faith in God creating the miracle. They also mentioned how SWAT team advisors for the film related a similar true incident in Toronto where a man, Henry Masuka, took an ER hostage after it would not provide immediate uh, service to his infant son on New Year's Eve 1999. When he exited the ER, he was shot and killed and found to be carrying an unloaded pellet gun. So, not too crazy off the path of what this movie is, minus, you know, the victim getting shot. Um... I'd like to read more into that story, I suppose. <laughs> Just kind of wondering what's going on there. What was wrong with the baby? Why or would they say What was him? wrong with that guy? Or, or what, like, what was that guy doing when he exited? Like, did he need shot and killed? No, it seems more like an arrest. Because obviously no one died in there. You know, he had an unloaded gun, so... She, I don't know. Seems like a... A little bit overkill. Double me. Uh, I like the my one of my favorite segments we've been doing is summarize this movie badly. How would you summarize this movie badly? I'll throw my two out that I had. Um, man gets car repossessed. repossessed son almost dies. Uh, two completely unrelated, but I I like to <laughs> take inspiration because I feel like the HBO Max did it all terribly. Like, remember the Matrix descriptions we were oh, reading? Yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus. Um, and then the other one I had was uh, Women Can't Drive and They're Bossy. It's my other bad summary. I'd say Man's Wife's a Bitch, Child's Sick, Hody or Hostage. Well, that's actually really good. So, the, the summarized movie badly, I just want to like focus on the wrong things. You know? Oh, did you hit the lever? I'm like, hit the lever. It's like right there. Uh, I like to focus on the wrong things. Okay. You know, so like, we, we summarized Bond badly. Uh, uh, the plot's like, there's this guy who runs his newspaper thing and he wants to control the world. And so, he starts a war between England and China. He makes each side think that the other side did it. In order to pit them against each other to start a war. Uh, because he wants newspaper rights in China so that he can influence the entire world. Because, you know, China is like, blocked off their media. Right? So mm-hmm. you can't, you know. So, I just thought it was funny. So, one of the summaries is like, you know, uh, newspaper salesman, you know, tries to expand. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, because it's like not the point of the movie at all. Okay, but you know, jobs going to Mexico. Man too overqualified for other jobs. 
There you go. That's good. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's just a fun thing to do. <laughs> Conspiracy theory of a questionable 12-year-old pitcher. Yes. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> That's actually perfect, yeah. Uh, man has to sell truck. <laughs> man sells TV for $20. Color TV for $20. Oh, man. Color TV. That's so funny that this was long enough ago that it's like, hey, it's color. But then the fact that the movie came out in 2002. I mean, you have George W. Bush on TV. Right. So, like, obviously it's post-2000. So, they say it's a color TV. Like, okay, great. Color TV's been out since the 60s. Yeah. I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah, he was on there because yeah. it was like was, in the beginning yeah. scenes and like he was talking about, uh, George Bush was talking about health care. Yeah. Because obviously it's the main theme of the movie. Yeah. He was talking, um, he was talking about health care in a press conference, but he was the actual, he was the president. Right. And John was going on about how all them jobs are going to Mexico. Right. Uh, my first note for the movie is women drivers, am I right? <laughs> I mean, this girl. <laughs> this lady deserved to die a little bit, I think. Number one rule. If you're going to pass someone, don't do it on a curve. Yeah, don't do it on a curve. It's, do it on a straight road you can see down. It's kind of the most basic rule there is. You don't do it on a curve because yeah. you don't know. And then the fact, like, you sit there and, like, did she just not fucking see that semi? Like, coming directly at her? Like, at any point, she could have been like, oh, shit, brakes. <laughs> seemed, like, Logical. crazy visible. Like, crazy visible is what it seemed like. But then let's also talk about the accident. That was not a killing accident. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of was just like a... But, like, not enough to, like, kill her. Maybe break her ribs. I don't know. I mean, I've never been hit by a semi, but I mean, driver's side is impacted by a semi. Well, then, so it got hit, and then, like, the hit didn't even look all that bad, but then they cut, you know, towards the way, like, the middle of the movie, and they show the car, and it's just, like, mangled in on the inside, they're getting the jaws of life. I'm like, nah, that, 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 did we watch the same impact? (laughs) Did the semi stop and then reverse and hit it, hit her again? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's a lot of weight coming out of a little car. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it would. Just I, what I, I'm poking. I'm poking at the yeah. just just the, the scene of the impact was just right. very just like a like if you took two toy cars and just together right. and just yeah, yeah. it down. Like it, it just. I'm it, sure for stunts it was kind of like let's not. Yeah, it was probably maybe. I think it. they should just you know put a dummy in the car and then actually plowed right into that fucking BMW. Yeah. Make it more realistic. That's what I would have gone for. I would have believed it. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. Anyway. So, you know, basically, uh, the beginning of the movie is, you know, just a good guy uh, with circumstances outside of his control. Like the semi-truck driver. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Caused by a declining economy. However, also caused by cheap companies trying to save a buck and not willing to do the right thing. Um, Sounds like most of corporate America. Exactly. That's a shot at you, corporate America. Yeah. 
big truths over here. Unless you want to sponsor us. Then And then in which good. case no shots. Do what you want to do. But until you sponsor us Fuck the man. <laughs> until he sponsors us. Then we sell out. Then we sell out for all <laughs> all we got. No, so yeah, I mean it's uh, the the whole the whole movie is just about like that, that's the underlying theme the whole way. I felt like at times it feels a little after school special ish, you know, sort of the vibe where you know like like especially during the conversation, you know, John Q has them all kind of hold up in the ER and they're all sort of sitting there snacking on vending machine stuff and. Uh, you know, they're just chatting about healthcare. Doctor's getting questioned. You know, the male nurse is real like, "Fuck you, doctor." Like, yeah, no, you know it's true. No. And you know, and I think those conversations are hard to have in like a real life. Like, like it's hard hard to make those conversations sound real. Like even when you hear those conversations in real life, I would say they sort of sound like that. You know, like they sort of sound almost scripted in some sort of. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? They sound agenda e. Right? So, so what's your opinions on healthcare? <laughs> this is now the healthcare podcast. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. I believe in universal healthcare. I think that should be a thing. Other countries have it. Why can't we? I think. I know many people say the whole, and you know, I'm not saying it's not a valid point. I hate, I hate the way I talk sometimes where I go. I know some people say... I, I'm not saying that they're wrong. That's not what I'm saying. So sorry. But I'm also not saying that they're right. I understand where that statement is right. Where people say that... That's why our healthcare is so much better. Because we have privatized healthcare where... But yet it's not. People... Well... I think like privatized doctors that specialize in certain things... You know, that only do their thing... Like, you can see treatment independent. So, you know, if you go to, uh, you know, for example, in the movie where he's talking about, what's the what's the lesser hospital? Oh, County Memorial. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously that's like the lesser hospital. That's, I don't know. If we're talking about, you know, there's like General Mills and then there's like Walmart brand. We're talking cereal, right? Like, that's probably, like, that's just the, like, government-subsidized kind of place, whereas, you know, here in the right hospital, you know, you can get the good treatment, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, the reason you have different tiers of doctors is in different pay rates because some of those doctors do better work. So, I understand, you know, that's what people say about, like, communism, for example, you know, whereas the idea of communism, and my brother gets really weird about communism of all people like he's like i don't know he got real mad at me once we were talking about it and i was just like i don't okay what is is he for or against communism against like way against which i'm like, not exactly for communism so like, either but so like i was all so i was like, trying to say in the conversation was like hey like you know the idea behind communism you know is a good idea thought. because everybody has it's, it's like no one is no one has to want for anything. It's a good idea. It just right. has never played out. Yes. And that's what I and like he wouldn't even let me get to but you know it's not sustainable. 
You know, like it's you know, it's never worked. Like it'd be hard to make it work. Like you know, it's hard. And like he just wouldn't let me get to like that part. And he's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, I hate when people argue like that. <laughs> so, so is your brother like just against communism, or is he like the like the far right? Everything that everything is communism. That's not. I mean, I don't know where he stands. You know what I mean. We haven't had that conversation in a while, but I just remember, like, it was weird talking to a junior in high school and him just going, no, no, no. And I'm like, all right, these very strong opinions. And what's, this, what's crazy is a lot of people. Like, now, now that he's had, like, now that he's 18, like, not that, I, like, I was a jackass at 18. Like, I don't, I didn't know anything then. But having well, seen I, a I little more. I knew everything more, at 18. Well, yeah, so did everybody. Now that he's had a little more real world experience, I wonder, you know, how he would talk about it now. But, anyway, topic is healthcare. I do believe that that is a thing that we should have, you know. I know that it is hard to get, and I think, you know, some care goes down and all, all that kind of stuff. You don't have to privatize stuff whatever but i mean i don't know maybe that care just gets more expensive i'm not an economist i don't know anything about but on on the aspect of that though but it's if you think about it it's number one is crazy like the outrageous prices it is for anything medical yeah and number two the fact that the insurance companies are basically the one like the insurance companies are the ones that basically tell you what what care you can and can't get like your your insurance company can basically say you know you you could go to the doctor and the, your doctor can tell you hey you know you really need a full hip replacement mm-hmm. and like they look like you really need a full hip replacement so we're gonna submit this off to your insurance seat they'll cover it your insurance company says calls your doctor back does he really does he really well yeah he really needs a hip replacement. Sure, he just doesn't need a pen. Go ahead and just... I'll prove a pen. Put a pen in. But he does not need... Our physicians here says he does not need a hip replacement. Yeah. And the doctor's like... I, I'm looking at it. He doesn't have a hip anymore. He needs a hip replacement. No, he doesn't. Just put a pen in it. Just put a pen in it. Just put a pen. Put a pen in a rod. Go with that. He'll be fine. It's the same thing when it comes to prescriptions. When, if your insurance doesn't want to pay for a prescription, some you know they'll be like, ah, we're not going to. We don't think you need that prescription. Right. So they won't cover it. So you have to pay for it out of pocket. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy that insurance companies can decide what treatment you can and can't get, and then you have to pay for it out of pocket if you still want to, if you still need to get it. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um. I'm not real sure, you know, like I don't even know what kind of health insurance I really have, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I, I don't have, um, I don't really use it. I'm okay so like, far. Like, I, like I, I can give you, I can give you an example, a real world example, um, that, so, this was, you know, this was while my mom was in the hospital, uh, when... She was in the hospital with uh, stage four breast cancer that had spread to her brain. They, you know, 
we decided to go ahead and try radiation to see if we can kind of curb it a little bit to extend her life. So the radiation, you know, radiation place is not in the hospital. It's down the street, like two miles down the street. The only way she can get there is by ambulance because she's hooked up to IVs to keep her fluids and all that stuff. She can only get there by ambulance. So she did, I believe it was six treatments. Ambulance there, ambulance back, ambulance there, ambulance back. The insurance said that they would not cover the cost of the ambulance bill because they said we chose to have her go uh, go in an ambulance. Yeah. We could have we could have drove her down there. Is what they were saying. So they refused to cover the price the cost of the ambulance. Mm. It just in, insurance companies are just. I think personally, even though you have to have insurance for pretty much anything, home, homeowners, renters insurance, yeah. health insurance, car insurance, they're all fucking scams. Yeah. You pay all that money in, and then as soon as something happens, they're like, yeah, well, I don't think we're going to cover it. Right. You know, you pay, you could pay, you know, 200 bucks in every month in your car insurance, not have the same car insurance for 10 years, never have an incident, and then you can get to an accident, and you have $9,000 worth of damage on your car, and they're like, nah, we're not going to pay for it. Like, but I gave you over $9,000 over 10 years. You mean to tell me that $9,000 I gave you, you can't just put towards there? Yeah. doesn't work like that. <laughs> why not? Why not? Like, why is it just not a pool that I'm putting money into? Seems like someone's mishandling the money. <laughs> and it's not me. Not me. I gave you my money. I gave you the money. <laughs> and then you went off and you did whatever the fuck you, it is you do with it. And now, I just got a busted up car over there. Now I want my car to be fixed because I've been paying you guys money. Yeah. And you tell me you're not going to cover it? Or they'll, or they'll like throw fits because it's always kind of towards me because I'm always very, whenever I get my car repaired, I want OEM parts from the manufacturer. I don't want aftermarket for, you know, me having GM vehicles. Both times I've had to have my, you know, either of my vehicles in the shop. Like, I want GM branded parts back on that car. Mm-hmm. Like, from Chevy or, Pon- or from GM or Chevy. It's like, I don't want them coming from this off brand or, you know, this aftermarket brand out of China or Tijuana. I want GM. Because they will go for the aftermarket first for because it's way cheaper. Yeah. And then when I say I want OEM, and they kind of want to try and throw a fit about it. Yeah. But... Legally, they're required. If I tell them I want to fix exactly how it was before the accident with OEM parts, legally they have to do it, but they always try to like lowball, like beat you around the bush or like not call you back for weeks on end. And there's a reason why to get the correct headlight put in my car after that incident in October, I didn't get it done until July because it took the insurance company forever to approve it. Yeah. Because they just hope that you just give up. <laughs> I don't. I call them once, once every couple weeks. Hey, so where are we at on this? Yeah. Come on now, it's getting ridiculous. Yeah. Scams. Insurance companies are the worst. Let's go work for an insurance company. We should start insurance. <laughs> we should company. start insurance. It's a quick way to get rich and just deny everyone's claims. Yeah. 
The other thing, so like I said, sounds a little like after school special-ish at times. Um, you know, especially when, like, it sounded like they're about to dive into a gun control one. Oh, yeah. Real quick, and the doctor's like, anyone can get a gun. You know, I feel like there's a deleted scene somewhere where they have a whole gun talk. I, you know, I don't know. I don't own the DVD, I, I, you know. I've got the DVD, actually. I should probably... Yeah, you should check on that. Yeah, I, want, I ended up just watching it on Netflix, but... Yeah. I completely forgot I had a DVD until after I watched it. I was like, oh shit, I got the DVD over there. Or even if they didn't put it in the deleted scenes, like I feel like there's a deleted scene somewhere where they have like a whole... Gun debate? Gun debate. For like two and a half hours. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I feel like that had to have got just cut for time or something, you know. Because it felt like... It felt like it was leading there. But... uh, Not a great movie for women. (laughs) Uh, we got the dumb woman who gets hit by the truck. Uh, though I suppose she saved Mike's life by dying. Uh, can't stand John's wife. Uh, she tells him he needs to do something. Practically just like trying to... Like practically bullying him on the phone. <laughs> you know, when they're saying you, they're going to send Mike home. You need to do something. You need, need to, to do something. Do something. Oh, I'm going like, to fucking do something. All right. <laughs> she's all surprised when she finds out he's fucking got the ER held up hostage. Yeah, she's like, well, I never thought. It was like, I never thought. Then she like, oh, God, she just pissed me off so much. Like in the beginning of the movie where, you know, the car gets repossessed. And then she's just looking at him like, and she's like, my car's gone. She's like, all right, bitch, where's all your grocery store money going? <laughs> And then, you know, they say she only started working at the grocery store a little while ago. I get jobs or whatever. But, fuck. He's doing all he can. What do you want her to do? Oh, my God. I just wanted to punch her in the face. I just... Ugh, God. And then there's the, the... So she does the do something thing, right? Right. And, you know, and that's why he ends up holding up the ER. And then, fucking... Uh, in the ER, there's that big dude who honestly should have just grabbed John by his little head and smacked the gun out of his hand. Because, like, there's no way... Like, John has the gun put away most of the th- most of the time. You know what I mean? Like, that dude should have done something. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> like fuck, fuck, that, fuck his wife for being like, no, you need to do something. It's like, okay, he has a gun. What do you want? You want him to get shot? not be around for this baby's life like sit down relax you know but there were times where it was like hey you should probably do something <laughs> i'm just saying but playing devil's advocate here like very annoyed with all the other women but there was a couple times he maybe should have done something he just do something say. like bitch we're being held hostage what the so, fuck do you, are you analyzing the same situation i am do you see this <laughs> like like we you're, are you seeing something different? Are you seeing like, the, you know... You don't see them chains on the door? <laughs> are you seeing the, like... Are you seeing a button that says, like, only my husband can press this button and it resolves the situation? Because if you see that button, tell me. I'll go push it. But, till then, can you fucking... To quote Walter White, can you crawl down out of my ass? <laughs> okay. So, fuck her, fuck her, fuck her. Uh, not, not fuck the... Crash lady, because you know she gets, she helps Mike live. But fuck her for causing the stupid accident. But you, you like, you, 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 like, pay, be patient. You know, we try. We we already covered the semi thing, but like, be patient. 
Anyway. So, not a great movie for women. And then, and then on top of everything, he's talking to them. Like he, you know, he calls when, you know, the situation is resolved. Like, right before, kind of near the time Mike, you know, John negotiates Mike to come into the ER with him. Right? And, you know, he's talking to Mike and he's talking to his wife. And his wife's like, are you praying for our son, John? And it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I just want to, I just want to went berserk at that point. It's like, I sold everything we own. I'm still working. I'm doing everything I can. And now I'm holding an ER hostage because you told me to do something. And you're now, now, are you praying for him? It's like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> I'm praying. It took a whole lot of praying, and I'm still here. A lot of, still holding up the fucking ER. A lot of praying, and it led me to this point. Now I'm holding his ER hostage, and these people are kind of getting some free health care. And as far as I can tell, all you did was sit there and cry with Mike. And I'm not saying no one needs to be sitting with Mike, but I'm saying you're doing your thing, and I'm doing my thing. Can you relax? Like a little, please. Yes. I'm trying. I'm praying. You think I'll just wake up every morning? Like, I don't know. I'm just putting myself in his <laughs> shoes. Like, you think I'll just wake up every morning and be like, can you just, like, fix this, man, if you're there? You know, like, I'm pretty sure John's questioning God and everything else at that point when he's waking up every morning. He's selling his color TV and, <laughs> and his fucking pickup truck. His truck. He sold his truck and he, like, I don't know. He wasn't counting that much money. I mean, Fuck. So, fuck the women in this movie. All just right. do something, Tyler. Yeah, just do something. Fuck it. Um, I love Eddie Griffin. Great comedic relief. He's funny, but I cannot take him seriously at all. <laughs> no. Like, that dude straight up plays Eddie Griffin. <laughs> no doubt about it. Any character he plays. They might as Eddie well Griffin. have just called him Eddie. You know? Like, that dude wasn't anybody but Eddie Griffin in that movie. <laughs> I love so, Eddie Griffin. So what you in here for? Getting my fingers sewn back on. What you doing? Bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love him, but, like, that's Eddie Griffin. <laughs> There's no... Like, Denzel was a different dude, you know? Like, Denzel transforms when he plays... You know, he's just one of those dudes where yeah. you can forget it's just Denzel. That guy immerses himself in a character. He's awesome. But... Eddie Griffin does not. <laughs> I love Eddie Griffin. And don't change Eddie Griffin. I love you. But that's Eddie Griffin all the way. <laughs> like how we say the rock plays the rock. Eddie Griffin plays Eddie Griffin. He's like, man, I'm hungry. Can we get a bucket of chicken or something? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Eddie Griffin. Uh, they all seem to relate with John after not a very long time. So are you saying... Are you thinking it was Stockholm Syndrome, or they just connect with him because he's, like, a good guy? I mean, I suppose both could be true. Maybe maybe on the good guy aspect, because he kind of wasn't, like, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to kill all of you guys if you move. It's kind of like, hey, well, we got a doctor in here. We got a nurse. We got a couple nurses. Like, fucking free health care. Let's right. get you guys fixed up. Let's get that baby's ear infection taken care of. Oh, you're going into labor? You know. Let's get your finger sewn back on. Oh, you beat the shit out of your girlfriend? <laughs> I'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I'll let her beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Rather. Yeah, I mean, he did a... Yeah. 
he put the work in on those relationships. You know, he was a good guy from the jump. So, I mean, whether you... Maybe from the technical sense, you would call it Stockholm Syndrome because just of the situation they're in. They took in that gunshot victim. Right. Gave that lady directions when they called. Yeah. Yeah, I love that he was just like, no, 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 it's closed. And then she's like, well, how? And he's like, all right, where are you? (laughs) He's just... (laughs) No, 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 you're going to go down there, make a left. Yeah. Go all the way down, make a right. Yeah. He just finally gave up. He's like, okay, all right, we'll rodeo on. Okay, yeah, go left. <laughs> um, I don't know. So overall, like, how do you feel about what John's doing? Like, is she, you know, should John be acquitted at the end of the movie? I mean, I know they still found him guilty of some stuff. But, like, overall, how do you feel about the situation? Like, if you heard that story, are you, like, rooting for that guy to be innocent? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I feel like that I'm okay with the ending, with what he got charged with, because, I mean, what he got charged with is maybe what he did. Yeah. He held those people hostage. He kid, he basically kidnapped them. Yeah. So, I mean, he did it. So, I mean, there's really like... And that's why they all, I feel like they don't show it, they probably ran out of time, but I feel like... All of those people were probably, oh, no, he's, no, no charges. He's good. I like him. You know. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. He's, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, part of me wants to say, like, oh, you know, we can't just have no consequences. Right. You know, or otherwise people are just going to be walking in the ER with guns all the time. You know, like, I need a foot operation. Let's get yeah, it. I got I mean, that plantar fasciitis. I mean, they, I mean they, they made that point in the movie about, you know, if we just give it to this guy, then everyone, every ER is going to be held up, held hostage. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, healthcare should be better so people don't have to feel like they need to hold an ER hostage. Should there's a thought for it? Well, you know, it's both like, the whole thing. It, you know, it's the car insurance point you brought up, but like the whole reason he's even in this situation, he's like, I got full coverage health insurance. It's like, well, we downed your hours. It's like, okay, well, I didn't want to down my, I, I didn't want to cut my hours. You cut my hours. Like, I'm still paying in. Like, I'm still paying for full coverage. So, why is my shit, you know, why, why is my shit dropped? And then the dude's like, you know, and then the surgeon, you know, he said he'd drop his. You know, his typical fee, he waived his fee, you know, for this surgery. Um, so, like, good on him. But, I don't know, like, that's getting too deep into social issues. But, like, as far as some of those things, like welfare and, you know, that kind of thing, you, you are punished for working at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, maybe you just don't make that much money, but you still need the assistance. You know, like the whole, they got put on the fucking cash payment for the hospital thing, you know. Like, they got to come up with so Dude that, it, like, can't work 20,000, can't work more than 20 hours a week. That's going with $75,000. And, there's, you know, there's no other jobs in the area. I don't know. There's a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's same thing. A lot. Same thing, you got to... Same thing, uh, like, when the idea of, like, food stamps. You know, you got 
Right, you're punished for working. You're punished you know? for working. Like you got like you're trying to like you could be a like a lower middle class family with two kids or whatever, and like you know you have just enough money to buy like a hundred dollars in groceries every month or two hundred dollars in groceries every month, and that's just enough to kind of get by. Yeah. Meanwhile, someone who doesn't work is getting you know six hundred dollars worth of food stamps every single week or every couple weeks. Yeah. And you're like, well, what can I can I get some help? <laughs> Can right. just give me two hundred dollars? Can I get some help? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and obviously, like the kid needs the fucking heart. I don't know why. I don't know. There's got to be some sort of. I think that's why like places like St. Jude's are around. You know. And I think I think go to the, yeah. I think one of the things is because like people who work in that industry probably become just so numb. Yes. To all that. So they, they literally just... Well, because if you get emotionally attached to every person yeah. that comes in and every person that can't get the surgery and every person that dies, like, you're just going to be a fucking wreck walking around just sobbing all the time. So yeah, they become so emotionally numb that they just look at, they just, they look at everyone as like an account number. Yeah. Can you pay that account? Nope. See ya. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. And, you know, it's cold, but that's what it's got to be. So. I like when the uh, when the detective radioed in, talked to John. Yeah, <clears throat> and he asked him like, uh, like, is there anyone hurt in there? And he's like, it's a hospital. <laughs> it's an ER. Everybody's <laughs> hurt. ER. Everybody's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> kind of an all star cast here. I mean, you know, Denzel obviously. Yeah. We got Robert Duvall. Who, I don't know him for much else, but I mainly know him from The Godfather Part 1 and 2. He's also in, uh, I want to say he's in one of them, uh, uh, is it Step Brothers? He's in one of the Will Ferrell movies. Okay. Uh, I can be okay with that. I don't know which, uh, Step I guess he could be the dad. But I feel like he's a little old. I mean, because he looks old, and this is this movie's what two thousand two. I could be, I, I could be thinking of a completely different movie, but we're about to look it up here. Because I feel like that. I mean, I feel like it's a bitchier guy that's in Step Brothers. That's the dad in Step Brothers, you know. If that, I imagine that's the character we're talking about. Oh, right down. Hold on, hold on. Uh, kicking and screaming down there. I believe it. Kicking and screaming. See, I haven't. I actually own that, but I haven't watched it. <laughs> so that's what it is kicking and screaming and then uh four christmases that's the other one i've seen them in hmm. what's that one about <laughs> uh, uh it's about four christmases yeah it takes place on uh easter good 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 <laughs> um my one note they send that sniper in there he's a terrible shot i mean come on you had oh yeah i don't know ample opportunity so they kind of, you know, to quickly kind of summarize, you know, he holds up the ER eventually, and Ray Liotta, that was the other star guy I was going to say. Ray Liotta is very briefly in there. He's James the police Wood. chief. James Wood. Oh, right. Although, every time he's, every time I see him in anything, all I think is about is really just like a star star. You know what I mean, every time I, every time I see him in anything, though, I just I, I just think a fucking Family Guy, because <laughs> he's like a prominent like 
he plays himself in like quite a few different episodes. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. But yeah, so that you know, he holds up. You know, they eventually try to send like a sniper guy in there. He, he has a access route into the ER through uh, air ducts, and he's hanging from the ceiling. And then they get, you know, the news van gets the uh, feed from inside the hospital live on the news. And uh, so then basically they shoot this guy that's trying to negotiate for his son's life. Just to get on the list. He's not even, you know, demanding a heart. Just to get on the list. He just went on the list. And so it's a whole fucking thing. They shoot him on TV and then it becomes a whole incident. Ray Liotta's like, ah, I stepped in shit here. Because basically Ray Liotta came and took the operation from Robert Duvall's He's character. like, I, I know how to do it better. And then he finally... <laughs> he's he like, can, he's like can, can you please fix this? Um, kind of wanted to punch him. Yeah, Ray Kind of wanted to punch him. Yeah, he, his character was a bit of a... Very bitch. punchable. Yeah, very... Very punchable. Yeah. So, then he negotiates his son to be in the room... Or into the ER with him. Um, and so then his conclusions, like, you know, because they haven't said he's going to be on the list or whatever. And he's to his last, you know, he's down to his last wits, right? So he's he goes, uh, all right, I'll just kill myself. And, you know, you'll put, put my heart in him because apparently, you know, he's a match for his son. And, you know, that's what the whole... Thing comes about and <laughs> all the women in the room immediately wanted to <laughs> wanted to fuck John. Oh yeah, like you so, can tell all, so all the women. Honorable. All you, the women were like, "But you'll be dead." <laughs> so so honorable. You 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 want some you want some pussy before you die one more time. I mean, like honestly, we can close the blinds. He says <laughs> what he says about you know. I'll just give him my heart, and the, I. I don't know. If there was a boom mic in the room, like on the floor level, you'd have just heard like a water splashing on the floor. Just like whoosh. I totally forgot Ray Liotta died. I know, it's sad. I forgot he died back in May. Yeah, he's yeah, he's fun. Good fellas. Um But you'll be dead. Yeah. That was like her, like, you'll be d- dead. You know, so the, so the first time I watched the movie, and let me see if you got the same opinion or same thought. Yeah. You know, that the doctor was first like, you know, I'm not doing the surgery. Like, it's yeah. unethical. I'm not doing it. And then, like, he finally caved in and said, I'll do it. I want, like, at first I didn't believe it. I'm thinking, like, oh, he's just going to let him kill himself and just yeah. not do anything. I didn't believe it. Like, at first time I watched like I like, I don't, was would he really go through it if he just said I mean I think he would have I I see I what you're once, saying once they got into the into the, the room I was like okay yeah but like at first I, was, I just thought he was just saying that because he's just like oh my god he just gotta shut the fuck up maybe maybe yeah. he'll just fucking kill himself <laughs> tired of being in here I got fucking you know if he I got shoots the, himself we all get to leave I got the third degree burn from a little fucking pipsqueak ER nurse over here yeah we'll beat his ass later on when I see him yeah. I yeah. Uh, I 
Yeah, I mean, I think that was a natural... Like, he came around to it because... Like, even the other the, the nurse is like, but you'll lose your license. What are they going to do? Like, What is he going to do, sue me? <laughs> yeah, I mean... You know, because then he just goes to the ethics of it, of like, well, I'm not just going to let a... A good heart go to waste. A good heart go to waste. Like, you know, if it's, you know, if it's there, then I got to I gotta do it for, for the boy, so... I don't know. That moment, though, like, when he laid his head down on them towels, and he's... Click! He's like... <sighs> I was like, dude... You just imagine, yeah. like, what would, like, what would be running through your head as you, like, physically pull that trigger. Yeah. <laughs> just to hear a click and not happen, you're just like... Like, you just... Yeah, you probably you tense get, up, you, right? Because you like, here we go. You probably immediately get overwhelmed with anxiety and fucking adrenaline. Well, fucking and adrenaline, for anxiety sure. Anxiety and adrenaline. You're probably all just... Yeah. I, okay, now... Well, okay, the other part was, you know, just walk with authority, act like you belong. You never had a bullet in the gun. Like, you know... Never. You just act like you belong. You know, you get a lot of shit done. You know, you just, confidence will go a long fucking way. But as the boy, I was sure some blind confidence, man. Just here we go. <laughs> like fuck, dude. Um, when when fucking uh, God, I wanted uh, Mitch was that character that it made made you hate, and I yeah. hated him. He was fucking annoying. Yeah, he did good. He did good at being annoying. Yeah. When he fucking hit him with that. The fucking the spray and then stabbed him with the fucking scalpel. Yeah. <laughs> and his girlfriend went and just kicked the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. That was good. That was good. That was good. Um, I would say this is maybe I don't know. I know it's not like the happy ending if it goes this way, but I feel like the alternate ending to this movie that would have been a little better is you know. I know that sounds fucked up too when I say it'll be a little better. But I actually think it's a better... It's more intense anyway if he does kill himself. Because, you know, there's the there's the stakes of, you know, his wife running up to the window. Oh, you know, pounding on the window. Because he had turned the walkie-talkie off, right? Um, so that's why she's going up pounding on the door. And I think it's just better if he ends up killing himself because then, because now, uh, you know, that he's alive. Now he made that speech to his son. Like, that speech means nothing now. You know, right. like where he's telling him all this life advice and all that. So, I mean, that means, I, you know, granted, he's still going to, uh, you know, as his son grows up, he's still going to, you know, put all those beliefs into it. Like, he's still going to raise them in that. But, it's still, I don't know, I feel like it's more meaningful if, you know, they miss the opportunity, she, or he kills himself. You know, they operate on Mike, the heart of him, and then, you know, Mike does walk around the rest of his life with his dad's heart. Uh, you know, heeds his advice. Um, you know, succeeds. You know, tells his kids about, you know, his grandfather, about their grandfather, you know. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. That's fair. Or do you, do you like the ending that happened? Though? I like the ending that happened. Yeah. I just you, feel like it creates a more, I don't know. What do you, uh, 
Because that, cause that doesn't happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everything doesn't work out perfect. Right? Maybe I'm just a cynical guy, but... I just want to see a man kill himself. No. <laughs> Not at all. What Maybe you... I'm just cynical, but I think that's a better ending, kind of. What do you think about the, uh... When everyone got released, and then... What was portrayed as John? Did you did you think that was John who was giving himself up, or I was wondering why the clothes was, looked really baggy. Yeah, it was suspicious. Like I was wondering why, because and like John, none of John, and that's another thing about Denzel is you know each different character he plays has different mannerisms. You know what I mean? Like even that sort of thing. Like John's mannerisms throughout this movie was not like he kind of did like the smooth like spin around. Because Eddie Griffin, you know, in the movie, Eddie Griffin put on John's clothes and went out there, you know, so that John could see his uh, son's surgery. But, but, you know, that's not how John moves. He doesn't do the, like, smooth, you know, spin, you know, putting the gun on the ground. Like, it's not how he moves. Clothes, like you said, clothes were baggy. Um, but, you know, so they take away the wrong guy. Of course, Robert Duvall's character catches it. And he just, like... Okay. Yeah. No need to make no need to make fuss. Just go in, tell him to put the cuffs on when he's ready. But he gets to witness sudden surgery and you know. Um Yeah, I, I, I suspected something was up, yes. Because that's not how he moves and yeah. clothes are baggy, like you said. So. Yeah, and then and then yeah, when uh the lieutenant the detective or whatever, um went up, popped into the surgery view in the room and just Pulled the cuffs out, just put them on whenever you're ready. You think, do you think he had some kind of like level of respect towards John about that? Or like, because he never, because just the way like he kind of like acted towards him, like this seemed like it, like, you know, the scene where after he gets convicted, he's, you know, going to the cop car instead of doing the typical cop thing where they open the door and push the head down. He just opened the door and let him get it himself. And, right. You think he has yeah, a kind of level of respect for him? Yeah. Yeah, and I, mean, I think everyone, as the movie goes on, really does. Like, even Rebecca Payne, who's, you know, the gatekeeper of the list, basically. You know, I mean, she... You know, even she gets to the point of, you know, kind of rooting for this story, you know? Like, everybody sort of sees, eventually, like, this guy is 100% selfless. and The only thing he is selfish about is that he wants his son to live like a, you know if you would consider him selfish that's the only thing that you could pin on it's his son but this is a completely selfless act that he just wants his son to live you know so how dare you want a son to live <laughs> that selfish bastard it's all about him um you got any other anything else that's all I got what would you rate your final movie of the month? Final movie of the month of November in the year 2022 in North America. Oddly specific. Oddly vague. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give this one an 8.3. Okay. Just, I can watch this movie over and over. I, I get really indulged in this movie. It really just I don't know it. It has a it has a very good like 
aspect of seriousness and you know and the the what's the term like tugging at your heartstrings like emotional feel and then mm-hmm. nice little comic you know comedic relief Eddie Griffin yeah playing Eddie Griffin playing Eddie Griffin oh that's no, the he, one no, line in the end he's Eddie Griffin playing uh, God what was his name in the movie I'm gonna look it up cause I'm drawing a blank on it now where are you at where are you at what movie are we talking about? The movie we're talking about. Well, next you have something. Lester. 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 Because the name of John. Lester. That's what his name says. Was listed as. Oh, in the movie. Yeah, in the movie. Oh, I thought you were referring to him. No, no. Like a character so, familiar. So okay. it's Eddie Sorry. Griffin playing Lester as Eddie Griffin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. I forgot the one line he says in the end. I don't remember exactly how it goes, but to the extent of like, it's like, hey, John, you're my hero, man. <laughs> and it's just like, thanks, Eddie Griffin. Like, <laughs> I should have thrown that in there. You know, just... <laughs> that's all. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> he looks at the camera, he's like, I told you my name's not Eddie. <laughs> Fuck your butt. Keep calling me that fool. <laughs> Hi, everybody keep calling me Eddie. Damn, we should be directors. Well, we'd, we'd make killer spoofs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll give it a solid eight. Denzel's always awesome. Absolutely. And uh, I love originality. It's not like, you know, this hasn't been done. No. Um, I mean, you know, you can email us at consecratedhotlineyahoo.com if, uh, you know, there's other stories that have done this, but this is the only story I've seen that does this specific. Give it a couple uh, years, they're remake uh, it. <laughs> John Q. Lester will be played by like Lester will be played by Kevin Hart. <laughs> Who would John Q be played by? <laughs> that fucking uh, whatever that dude's name is that plays the clone trooper and. The new Star Wars trilogy. Okay, I I I, I can't John reference something. But... You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? No, I don't watch Star Wars. No, I know, but like, movie do I look like a shit. nerd? Oh my god, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> the fucking movie previews, you know, like with the John uh, John Boyega, I think that's what Charles always knew his name. John Boyega. I'm sure you've seen. I think he's in something else recently too, but yeah, we'd say yeah. Let's cast. Cast this for the remake. John Boyega uh, plays plays John Q. And uh, and then who? Kevin Hart plays Lester. It's a very majestic photo of him. But <laughs> he's usually got like kind of bigger hair in the Star Wars movie. I don't know how, what he does in other movies. but Okay, um, so we have two of the cast down already for our remake. Who plays the wife? Ah, uh, have to be someone annoying. Someone bitchy. Someone bitchy. It's gotta be, uh, it's gotta be diverse, right? Yeah. Well, no. It's gotta be. No, no, you still leave a yeah a black family, right? Yeah, do black family. Yeah, cause if it was a white family, you'd have to throw diversity in there. Yeah, it had to be like an Asian, like adopted son or something. You know what? It's two blacks <laughs> that adopted an Asian. That's what we're going with. So what kids? Like, do we have any Asian kids that are hot right now in the in the, in the movie scene? Or just fucking snag one of the people from Squid Games? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just uh, yeah, any uh, anyone from Squid Game. 
anyone from Squid Games. I mean, uh, <laughs> was, what do you think? What do you think of the name of the uh, the lady who died? Is referenced at. Oh, oh! Does she have a name? I figured it would just be organ donor. Um, is it something ridiculous? Like, <laughs> it's so just I stupid. Laugh. It's just stupid. I don't know. Is Johanna? I don't know. No, beautiful BMW driver. Nice. <laughs> beautiful BMW driver. Yeah, I I low key thought she was Scarlett Johansson for a second there. I was like, they really good. Nope, it's Scar- Gabriella Oltine. They really good. Scarlett Johansson to kill herself. Play a four second or forty second role in a movie. Hey, we got to see her chest cracked open. Yeah, that's God. I hate medical everything. <laughs> medical noises and sounds. Just out like you think you just think about like, man, if you get open heart surgery, people are fucking. Inside you. Sawing you open. I mean, fuck. I, I don't know. All I of that, that disturbs me. That's why I can't stand going to the doctor. I hear that whining. I just, think, I, I just think of the fucking dentist when you're like, mm, going to like a fucking filling or something. You're like... Mm. Yeah, my... Uh, the fucking medicine didn't kick in for me once. And they, were just, they just drilled it and I felt it all. And I was like... <laughs> I, was like I, got, I got done and I was like... So, um... Was I supposed to feel that? And like Dennis was like, <laughs> he's like, you felt that? And they're like, yeah, I was just, I thought it would kick in, you know. And he's like, oh well, definitely tell us next time. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, I don't know. I had a dentist one time that was I was getting a filling done. And I was fucking novocaine up or whatever. I can't feel it on this side. She just on the fucking drill or whatever. And then she fucking she. Like, I don't know if she, like, flinches or twitches or something like that, but then the drill just goes into the side of the underneath of my tongue. Oh. And I feel like, and, like, I kind of go like this, and, like, my eye starts watering, just, like, fucking reaction. She was like, she was like, oh, no, this isn't that bad. You'll be done with this feeling soon. There's no need to cry. I'm like, bitch, you're going to go the door. Gargling on your own blood. Go on. She's like, no, 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 no. She just, like, puts a pillow over your Needless to say, I never went back to that dentist after that. But like, I got home and I fucking looked in the mirror and there's a there's a fucking cut underneath my tongue before she hit with the drill. She tried to say, tried to say, oh no need to cry. This feeling will be over. Like bitch, I ain't crying because you don't want to fucking feel it. You just fucking sliced up with my tongue. Shit fucking hurts. What the fuck do you mean? You know what's funny is because your voice is like going out like you sound really emotional. <laughs> 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 bitch, you can't. What do you mean? You fucking cut my. Doug, why would you do that? That's funny. You whore. <laughs> you cut my tongue. You whore. You cut my tongue. You cut my vocal cords. Now I can't taste certain things. I can't talk. <coughs> I sound like this now. I sound like this now. <laughs> uh, Alright. Cool. Well, that was John Q. Uh, I'm going to stop saying what happens next week because... I didn't know. Uh, we, our schedules kind of, I realized in some of the uh, September ones that we changed the schedule, and so then I sound like an idiot at the end of a couple of those. We sound like an idiot on every one of them. Well, yes. Yes. Not denying that at all. Okay. Um, (laughs) But it's just funny, because, you know, I I don't know. It's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. I'm dumb. Yeah. So, basically, uh, we'll see what's next. We might hold hold an ER hostage. I mean, 
If my voice does not come back, I'm holding the ER hostage. That's right. I'm telling you. You need vocal transplant surgery. Vocal cord transplant surgery. I want Mariah Carey's vocal cords. That'd be funny. Uh, All right, come here. <laughs> you know what? I need someone to take out Dr. Dre and give me his vocal cords. Nice. All right. Uh-huh. There we go. Yeah. Thank you for listening or watching. Find us YouTube, Spotify, podcast, where you get your podcasts. Uh, you know, if you don't see us somewhere, email us at Consecrated Hotline, yahoo.com. Follow us at Consecrated One on Twitter. Um, and then there's the Instagram thing, which I still haven't figured out what to put on there. But it's there. Hey, so. Instagram, follow us on the gram, DM us. We'll put you in our close friends, don't worry. Thank you for uh, watching or listening. Hey, yo. Uh, next time.